0: Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode number 59. So today we're going to be talking about Muscle memory meals, which is a concept that I created, so you probably haven't heard of them before. But before we get to that, the best bite that I had was actually last night, this week, meatballs roasted in the oven with just frozen cherries, like just defrosted and chucked in on top. And then I just used some sugar snap peas from the the garden. So just put the meatballs, cherries, peas, super hot oven, like oven cranked as high as it went for 10 minutes, they came out. And like the cherries had cooked in with the meat juices from the meatballs and like, and the peas are really just a little bit crunchy still, but really sweet. And um, we had it with yogurt and almonds and yeah, it was so, so good. And actually, I think the cherries would work really well with chicken as well. So I'm here to try that too. Anyway, plan for today is... I'm going to share with you this concept that I created of, of muscle memory meals. So we'll talk about exactly what muscle memory meals are, like why they're beneficial, and then how you can start investing in muscle memory meals. And then we've got a bonus tip for you. And we'll wrap it up with the key takeaways. So basically... What muscle memory meals are, are meals that you can make without having to look at a recipe first. So they're things that you know off by heart. And for most people, like if I asked you to go into the kitchen and make a sandwich, like you could do that you could go and make a sandwich because you know what a sandwich involves. Or for a lot of people, like smoothies another thing that they can just throw together without having to look at a recipe. But there's actually a whole world of other options out there beyond sandwiches and smoothies or cheese and crackers that we can harness. And when you have that repertoire, like this is how I learned to cook without recipes. So, you know, I can't remember which episode I did share, like how I learned to cook. But the short story is basically, you know, I started like following recipes and that's how I learned to cook. But then, and it used to take me a lot of time, but I was happy to invest the time. But then when I was working as a winemaker in the Brossa Valley, it was vintage time. It's crazy busy. Like you're working literally like 16 hours a day. So you like just didn't have time to cook. It was just like, you're either at work or you're at home showering or getting ready for bed, like sleeping or being, getting ready. Like it was just, that's what vintage is like. And I didn't have time to look at my recipes. So I started kind of creating templates in my mind and using those in terms of deciding what to cook. And it was that time in particular, my cooking really grew and just became so easy and natural because I started to come up and I didn't even realize I was doing it, but this was just kind of the process that I went through. And now when I look back, I can see that. And the cool thing is that when you learn to cook without recipes, like it's just one less hurdle for getting into the kitchen. So you know, when you're tired at the end of the day, if you have to go and open the cookbook or look up the web page and find the recipe, or look at what you need to do, read through it, like that's an extra hurdle that even if it's a short recipe and simple like mine, like it's still gonna take a couple of minutes to do that. Whereas if you're just walking into the kitchen and cooking and you don't have to look at the recipes, it's, just, it's one less hurdle to get between you cooking and not cooking. So definitely has that benefit. But the other cool thing about like muscle memory meals and like building this skill of learning to cook without recipes is that it really builds your confidence. So you feel better about cooking, which means that you actually want to do it. So, you know, just human nature is the things that we're good at, the things that we feel confident about are the things that we want to do. And if you don't feel confident, then of course you don't, like you naturally don't want to do stuff that you feel like you're, you're crap at. So having these muscle memory, meals in your repertoire, that builds your confidence and it like, drives your desire to cook. So it means you're more likely to cook because you actually want to do it. And another reason I love muscle memory meals is that they really enhance creativity. So because you're like not locked into a specific recipe because you're you're able to improvise and, and play jazz and you're able to kind of see opportunities and be able to use things that you have already and adapt and substitute. So you actually end up with like a lot of variety, but also like, you know, you have this creativity happening in the kitchen. Um, you know, by using what you have, it means to get less waste. And the other reason I love them, it's just like, it's super fun to have these and to be working on these and to be building them. And they're, you know, they're super, Delicious, and the other huge reason is that they, like there's an endless variety. When you're seeing meals as. Templates. If you think of like how many different types of sandwiches are there in the world, like how many sandwiches could you have? Like if you apply that to you know other things, like how many different curries could you have? How many different stir fries could you have? Like there's endless variety, and you're never going to get bored or get that feeling of you're just eating the same old thing all all the time. So it's, it's such a fun skill, and it really is the difference. Like learning these muscle memory meals is the difference between being either not a non cook or someone who who's like locked into cooking with recipes to being this like creative, confident cook who can just walk into the kitchen and pull something together really quickly without effort. Like, and I can't stress how important, like how fun and how, like, what a game changer this is. Um, So wherever you are now, like whether you might, maybe you follow the recipe to the letter, or maybe you don't, don't cook very much at all, or maybe, you know, you do freestyle a little bit, really the way to start building your muscle memory meals is um, I have a really simple one that I, that's where I start teaching my students when they work with me in, um, in my joyful cooking program. And I call them abundance bowls. So basically, this is what I have for lunch every single day. <laughs> like okay, occasionally I have something different, but like at least like three or four days a week, this is what I, I have. And so the formula for these abundance bowls, basically it's just either raw or cooked veg, chuck them in a bowl, Then you put on some protein. So for me, that's usually either I either poach some eggs, or I have some boiled eggs in the fridge already, or I use like canned fish, so canned salmon, sardines, tuna, mackerel, you know, whatever. All leftover cooked protein. Chuck that in in the bowl. Um, So they've got the veg, raw or cooked protein and then I put in a sauce. So that might be like mayonnaise, that might be pesto. Yesterday, I used just a, like a simple vinaigrette that I'd made. I actually had a big batch of it. So I just drizzled that over. The sauce options are endless. Like the day before I used yogurt, like just Greek yogurt with salt and pepper as my sauce. Uh, like there's so many options. Or you could use like, you know, dips can be really good, like baba ganoush or like avocado, Based dip, but any sauce. <laughs> so you've got your veg, you've got your protein, you've got your sauce. And then I finish it off with the secret to making abundance bowls really amazing, I, what I call flavor bombs. So they are things that add like texture and flavor and just like, you know, things that are little like flavor explosions in your mouth. So like my abundance bowl yesterday, the veg was uh, actually cauliflower leaves from the garden. So I'm growing some cauliflower and the leaves looked so amazing. I was like, I'm just going to try these. So I just like cut them up finely into ribbons and they were really good, actually. Who knew? Uh, And then I had poached eggs and then the sauce with that vinaigrette that I mentioned. And then my flavor bombs were just some gorgonzola, like blue cheese that I just crumbled over the top and then some roast walnuts. And so the cheese, like such a flavor explosion and creaminess and the walnuts like give you that crunch and also a lot of like toasted flavors. So yeah, it was really good. But the flavor bomb options are endless. Olives are Great, all nuts are great. Uh, yeah, chili, pickled chilies are another favorite of mine at the moment, and yeah, there's so many things that you can do with that. So. That's basically like that formula. Like that is a really great place to start playing around. So if you wanted like just test out this idea, like that formula of veg, protein, sauce, and flavor bomb, like that will get you a very long way. Then of course, like, you know, there's a whole other world. Like I'm curry, like having a muscle memory curry or having a muscle memory stir fry or having a muscle memory, like egg dish or muscle memory. Um, pizza is another one that I've been working on with my students. Like, the, like there's so many that we have and that I have in, like in my brain that are really fun and like you can expand your repertoire beyond. But even just knowing abundance bowls, like that can change your life. So that's how you get started. And then in terms of like bonus tips, really the um, the the two key things with any cooking are... First of all, to keep it simple. So you don't want to get overwhelmed. So don't try and do too many different things. And that's like the, probably the biggest mistake I see is like people like trying to like put too many different types of vegetables and too many sauces and too many like like throwing too much at it. So always like keep it simple. Perfection is when there's no more to take away. Like that idea of, I can't remember who said that, but that idea of just like simplicity is going to make a big difference. So keep it simple. One or two types of veg, just one protein, one sauce, and then one or two flavor bombs. Like, don't go mental. Of course, if you feel inspired and you want to, you, know, you can, but the simpler you keep it, you know, the more opportunity. And that's one thing that's so true in my journey of cooking. And particularly when I decided, made that decision to only create recipes with six ingredients, like, I'm constantly surprised that when I simplify how delicious things taste, because each ingredient gets to shine for itself. It's not, it's, not all overcrowded crowded and overpowered and uh you know, all messy, like you get that clarity of, you know, each ingredient doing their own thing. And it also just takes the pressure off you as well. Um, And the other bonus tip is to like, just trust your judgment. So even if you're not very confident in the kitchen, even if you haven't cooked a lot, like just remember that you've been eating, you know, all those years that you've been on the planet, you've been eating, you know, multiple meals a day. So you have so much experience in terms of tasting food and knowing what, tastes good to you. So you are the expert on your taste buds. So if you think something's going to taste good together, 99% of the time it will. It's very rare that I I think, oh, this will be good together and it sucks. (laughs) Like Sometimes it's not as good as I think, but it's very rare that it's going to be a disaster. So, And it will be the same for you, even if you're not very experienced at cooking. So trust your judgment is my other bonus tip. That is it for today. So yeah, like In terms of like wrapping it up, like, This idea of muscle memory meals, it's really fun and it's a really great way to learn how to cook without recipes and to build that confidence and to become like someone who can quickly throw together something with minimal effort and with lots of ease. And if you'd like to join a community of like-minded people, like having actually having fun building their repertoire of muscle memory meals and like and the other skills that go along with becoming a confident cook, like learning how to season well, learning how to combine flavors. love you to join me in Joyful Cooking in 90 Days. So it's my group coaching program where I help you learn to cook without recipes so you become someone who actually wants to make healthy meals. Uh, For more details about the next enrollment, just go to my website. It's thestonesoup.com and click on the Joyful Cooking tab or see the link in the show notes. So have a beautiful and delicious week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast. And I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.